This should be played at high volume. Finney Smith to inbound. Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Doncic wins the game at the buzzer! Let's go! Welcome to another edition of the Great Area. I'm Ask Isaiah Isaiah Rhodes. I'm here with a frequent collaborator, Frank Tier, as we tip off the 2020-2021 NBA season. Uh, this year is significant in a lot of ways, not only for the NBA, but everything around the NBA and around the world. So, Frank, obviously with the new season starting, uh, this year is significant in a lot of ways. So I want to get you on to really just tap into the Lakers – potential run for a three for a repeat, excuse me, and who do you believe can dethrone them if they yeah. have any uh any uh records opposition. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um how you all doing? Happy holidays. I'm Frank. Um yeah the season has been cool so far. Um so the Lakers are poor look like they're on pace, right? They're really deep. So far they've had a few games with with three or four score with scoring seventeen or more, right? So um that was a problem last year, right? The kind of third score. So as LeBron ages, last night he looked pretty good, but um we don't know what he can handle for a seventy for a seventy for a season long, right? Seventy two game season. Um so we know that he cranks it up in the playoffs. So if there was someone who could alleviate him? Um, I think LA has has found that has found several different spark plugs. So I think LA looks good. Um, much is talked about at Trez's defense, right? Which could be a liability. I didn't watch the game last night, but um, I do keep hearing the the narrative is playing that. And I mean that that, that teams target him down 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 low um to, to get baskets late. So we'll see how that turns out. But in terms of who could challenge them, I mean the Clippers, I guess, are the are the, are the obvious choice, right? Um, they they retool. They're coming off a historically ridiculously bad bad loss, but I mean I think they'll be fine. Poor George has looked good so far, except for the blowouts. Um, Kawhi got hurt, but he'll be back. Um, although that was pretty that was pretty gory. Um, a little crazy. Um, Brooklyn looks solid, right? Brooklyn looks really good. Um, they lost a big part. So when when Kyrie Kyrie played twenty games last year, right? Which is why him not playing last night kind of kind of kind of bugged me out a little bit. Um, he should be playing every game, but whatever the case. Um. When he went out, Dinwiddie took over, right? And Dinwiddie, I believe, averaged 20 points. And the Nets, the Nets had a better record um, with Dinwiddie than they did with Kyrie. Um, and Dinwiddie is a big-time player, right? Especially, like, late in games, um, he, he, he's fearless. So him, him missing, thank God, it's, it's, it's a partial tear, I believe, right? Um, but he is going for the season. So that would be big for them, right? Um, Harris LeBert does pick up the, the slack. But um, at times, I feel like when he's the only player, he plays inefficient, right? Um, he, he, he's a high, he, he takes high volume shots, but um, doesn't cover on him. So he's a really talented player. But I think he shot 11 for 28 last night, right? Um, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So um, really good player, but I do think Dem Demity was a big part of, of of their of their push for for a championship this year. So that'll be big. They look good. Um, I do feel a little bit about Kyrie and 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 KD missing game four of the NBA season, um, especially when it's a shortened season, right? It's there's ten to fifteen percent less games this year than than usual. Um, so I do, and both both guys haven't played basketball in, in like a year, right? Well, Kyrie played played last month. Yeah, Kyrie played played like hasn't played like in eight nine months. So I do feel a little about that. But they look good, right? They did beat the Warriors, who is hard to get a gauge in them now because they, they don't look good. I don't think that they'll be good. And Boston, wow, Boston's supposed to be one of those Eastern Conference um, contenders. We, we, we both know they're missing something, right? Um, they're still a fairly young team. Um, and when when they have when they have it going, they're good. But there's still something not solidified, right? They they. They, it's like a, a door doesn't doesn't quite shut, right? It seems like it's a crack. So while they're good, they have a half ceiling, it can still be a lot better. So um, we'll see what happens as the year goes on and the Nets play teams like Milwaukee or the Heat or the Clippers or the Lakers. So they look good now. Um, people have them as the East favorite. Um, I'll, I'll hold that off until about midseason. 
um, my prediction, but um, those are the, the three or four teams that you would think of transactors. Oh, Milwaukee as well, right? Um, Milwaukee is a strong team. Giannis is a top three player, um, regardless of what he does in terms of top three player. Um, Drew Holiday um, is amongst, amongst the more underrated players in the NBA, like a really solid dude. Um, I actually remember um, when he was getting drafted, there was a on draft, I, I believe Draft Express, the quote was, um, Jack of all trades, master of none, right? Um, I actually think he's really, really good in every area, right? Like, so yeah, he's not a super scorer, right? But he can, he's a, he's a really good, I think, I, I think he's a great third option and he can be a, 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 and on some nights he can be a second option, right? He's also a guy who can go to both guard spots. And despite not being the tallest, um, the, the tallest, the tallest guard, he's about six three Um, sometimes have some people have that six four, so in that range. But he can really get after it defensively. He can guard one, two, and three, right? Um, granted, the three is not taller than six seven or so. But yeah, he's Juwan is a solid basketball player, right? Like, like, um, I could see a lot of teams wanting him right this past summer in Milwaukee. They look pull the trigger. So, um, I, I think, I, I think the Bucks have a have a good chance, right? Um. We'll see how much Giannis has improved, right? Um, but I think the Bucks are, are always in the mix, right? So in the East, I would say the Bucks and the Bucks and Jersey and the Nets are the front runners. Miami, um, I think they're solid, right? Um, I think last year may have been an anomaly. I think if the if the, if the bubble benefited anyone, it probably benefited them the most. Not to throw salt disregard what they did, but I just think the young players not having to travel um and play on the road kind of worked out for them, right? And they ran into a Bucks team that that, that had that that had flaws. So um while the Heat are the defending conference champions, I, I don't have them as a, as a favorite. I have them as third or fourth, right? So 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 we'll, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so those teams so we're going Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Jersey, um, and the Clippers um as the Lakers biggest threat to repeat. Okay. So I wanna I want to attack different points you made, mm-hmm. uh, specifically with the, the Lakers. They're coming off a 115-107 loss mm-hmm. to Portland. Um, you mentioned some of the uh, the additions they made, one of them being Montrez Harrell, who mm-hmm. came from across the hall with yeah. the Los Angeles Clippers last year in the offseason. That really surprised a lot of people considering the fact that, you know, it's not necessarily a rivalry for the town, but in the moment, the Clippers yeah. versus Lakers had the most – prestige for a potential rivalry mm-hmm. um, and with the Clippers blowing a 3-1 lead last year in the fashion that they did to the Denver Nuggets uh-huh. um, and really imploding it on the inside with you know Doc Rivers leaving a lot of stuff leaking out about you know Kawhi Leonard and Paul George preferential treatment stuff like that mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell was one of the key players that was opposed to that so to see him go to the Lakers in the fashion that he did it, it kind of surprised a lot of people him coming in really solidified the bench. You know, they added Dennis Schroeder, which made them better. Getting Dennis Schroeder, you know, made them younger at the point guard position. They lose Rondo, who had the IQ, but he wasn't necessarily the most durable. So to get Schroeder, who can add scoring, and then you have Montrez for the front court bench spot um, was really, really huge. But the thing about him, to your point, he's not – the, the strongest defensively and down the stretch, Portland really attacked him in the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was able to, uh, they were able to get a lot of mismatches with Nurkic and Damian mm-hmm. Lillard knocking down key threes or the pick and pop with Nurkic. And from a, from a, um, from an off ball perspective, they were able to abuse him and get movement as well. So mm-hmm. to that point, that's true. But I think what the Lakers have, which they didn't have last year, is just the confidence of knowing they can win with this unit. Yep. To have uh, Caldwell Pope come up huge the way he did in the finals last year, there's a trust there with LeBron. Yep. Yeah, the Lakers also added Marcus Saul, who is older, but he has the IQ and the passing ability in which LeBron can trust him. Yep. Um, Anthony Davis is proven. He just has to stay healthy. So mm-hmm. I think them being the front, your point about them being the front runner is, is is valid in that respect. From a contender standpoint, the West is the same as it was. While teams did improve, they didn't necessarily uh, get significantly better to really threaten the Lakers or feel like they're overmatched in any way. As long as the Lakers play their game, they should be solid out West. You have the Clippers who added Serge Ibaka, who to many might be an improvement 
uh, against Montrez Harrell. Montrez is younger, but he's not necessarily uh, more skilled than Serge. Serge can shoot. Mm -hmm. uh, Serge defensively in spurts is better. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he's proven as a champion, and he, he's played with Kawhi under pressure, so they know each other. They trust each other. Um, they didn't improve at point guard. Um, they didn't really go out there and get a point guard. Many thought that they would go attack Rondo mm -hmm. uh, in free agency. That didn't happen. Um, they still have Reggie Jackson in, who they signed midseason last year off waivers. I guess he's in the system uh, for another year, so that should bring more confidence. But um, they re they they re-signed Marky Morris. They signed Luke Kennard, a shooter off the bench coming from Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, that'll help, I guess. But I guess for them, their psychology is you know addition by subtraction. They mm -hmm. fired Doc Rivers. He's over in Philly now. Mm -hmm. But they they just elevated to Ron Lou. Mm -hmm. So Ron Lou can, I guess, you know, have a better relationship with Paul George. Let's see how that can, you know, help his game down the stretch in the playoffs. But he's not really going to be measured regular season-wise compared to no. the other players you mentioned. So the Clippers, you're, you're only going to really test them in the playoffs, or you're only going to see what they really are in the playoffs. Yep. But for Denver, Denver is that X factor. They can play with anybody, but they can lose to anybody. Um, they're very young, but they have a lot of experience, especially in these last two playoff runs, going to the semifinals, losing to Portland in seven games, then pushing to the Western Conference Finals last year, having two games, two game sevens, coming back from two deficits to 3-1. Mm -hmm. They are battle-tested. It's yep. just about do they have the do they have the firepower consistently? Mm -hmm. We've seen Jamal Murray take it to that level and get them yeah. take them to spaces that we didn't know they could go to. Uh -huh. But he's not that player all the time. He isn't. So for for Denver, them they've been in talks to try to get James Harden and they yeah. have the assets that can put Houston in position going forward. If they get James Harden with Jokic with some of the youth that they have, they can be really, really dangerous. We have to see how that turns out. Mm -hmm. Outside of Denver, you have teams like Utah, Portland. Uh, if James stays in Houston, Houston. Uh, but outside of Clippers and Denver, out West, nothing. Now, the East is where you spend most of your time breaking down, and I think that's where the meat of the – or the bulk of, you know, the Lakers' real opposition can be. You mm -hmm. have you have the Miami Heat who went to the finals. And while I do think they're a great team, they're well coached. Shout out to Eric Spolster. He makes the ultimate adjustments against any mismatch. So you want to respect that. They have you, Tyler Harrell. You have uh, Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo. And you have the leadership of Jimmy Butler. You respect that, right? But I think that the firepower that a Boston may have or a Brooklyn might have. Those are the things that people don't necessarily believe that Miami has consistently. Mm -hmm. While Miami did face injuries in the finals last year, and I do think it affected them, I think in a lot of ways it helped Jimmy take it to a level that made them believable to win games. Yep. Outside of Drogic's injury and, and Bam going down for his games, Jimmy is usually a 19 to 21 guy mm -hmm. who's going to do everything but come yeah. up big down the stretch. Mm -hmm. The reason that Miami won the game that they did in the finals is because Jimmy took his scoring. He pushed it. Right. And yeah. you don't see Jimmy do that unless those injuries happen. Yep. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way he is. He's yep. going to do whatever's necessary in the moment, but that's yep. not his basic, that's not his baseline game. Yep. So because of that, you have teams like Brooklyn who get a healthy Kevin Durant who's coming off an injury. Now, you mentioned the rest of Kevin and Kyrie last night against Memphis in which they were able to win. Um, speedy recovery to John Moran, who sprained his ankle last night. Hopefully he comes back healthy. That's a young gunner coming up in this game that is going to have a tremendous future. Yeah. Um, but the reason I think that they rested Kevin, although he did miss time, is he's coming off an Achilles injury, and they want to see how much his body can handle considering mm -hmm. the injury. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't necessarily have a problem with him sitting. I do agree with the Kyrie thing. Yeah. Considering Kyrie only played 20 games last year. He was in and out with a shoulder injury that many believed he could have played on mm-hmm. if he wasn't uh, low managing slash slash injured. There's mm-hmm. a lot of gray area there. He did shut it down for the season, so mm-hmm. he and he and he got some surgery. Um, so that part of it, I'm not quite sure why he was resting. But I think for Kevin specifically, considering the injury and it's still fresh mm-hmm. uh, in in real time, like him playing on it, I think that that was. Um, that was okay. The Nets do show some explosiveness that can challenge the other teams in fashion that they didn't see. Boston, they do have Tatum, they do have Brown, they do have a solid team that can compete, yes. But I think the dark horse and Kevin coming back to the level that he has so far, averaging 27 points, shooting 53% from three, shooting over uh, 60% from three so far, you know, having that level of efficiency and prolificacy from Kevin, especially coming off an injury, that takes Brooklyn to a whole different strategy. If he can maintain that, sustain that, then, hey, we can see maybe Brooklyn being in the finals. Mm-hmm. The difference here is that we don't know what Steve Nash is as a coach yet. He hasn't been tested. That's mm-hmm. where your point about them going against the solidified teams like Milwaukee, mm-hmm. like Boston, like Milwaukee, will test them. Mm-hmm. We'll test him. Can he make the requisite adjustments depending on what's thrown at him? We'll have mm-hmm. to see what that is. Um, the injury to Spencer Dinwiddie is huge, um, especially considering the fact that the Nets do have depth, but Kavis LeVert is also injury prone as well. So if he goes down for any significant period of time, where, where do they go to to get scoring? Outside of those two guys... Uh, as scoring weapons contributing to those two. You only have Joe Harris as a shooter. You have Shamit as a streaky shooter. And then you have Jeff Green who contributes as well on the, on the front line and scoring as well. So you have to see what adjustments will be made on the back end from their perspective. Um, what, I, what I do want to point out, though, that's why this year is so important is for a lot of reasons. LeBron being able to win his fourth championship in year 17 mm-hmm. solidified a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, he was able to outlast another dynasty mm-hmm. in, in the Warriors. Um, unfortunately, the way they broke down in 20, um, 2019, it's unfortunate with the injuries to Clay and Kevin. But Toronto beating them reestablished balance in the league because Kawhi went to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. In doing so, he established the duo with Paul George, and then you had LeBron and AD, and subsequently Kevin and Kyrie, which is established this year. Him winning that championship and setting up for the fifth championship in year 18, you can see different things happening in terms of their trajectory. If the Nets beat the Lakers, then Kevin can get his third championship and, and solidify in many ways the two championships he won with the Warriors, which many people aren't necessarily the most keen on considering how it happened. He's still a champion, but that third championship, it changes the whole discussion. LeBron can take the crown from LeBron like he's won it for the past six, seven years, right? Right. That that he ever does it rightfully got, which some could argue like, eh, but but I, I'm like no, but some of the case could be made. I mean, he was he's been LeBron for for maybe a year, right, or so. So, but but Kevin doesn't feel like he gets the work, the recognition um as being the best player that he should have gotten before he got hurt. Which is why I think we've spoken that we think he came back early. And finally, he's like, if I get a three one, what are they gonna say? But well, cool, sorry to cut you up. Go ahead. Right, right, right. So so him doing him potentially doing that can yeah. can put him back to mm-hmm. where he believes he was in mm-hmm. 18 and 19. So yep. for for that, and, and, and it can happen with the Nets and take away from, now, now if you look at it twofold, you look at the Warriors right now, you yep. mentioned them beating the Warriors uh, mm-hmm. opening night, they destroyed the Warriors yeah. and the Warriors ended up getting smoked again on yep. Christmas Day by the Bucks, mm-hmm. about almost 40. Mm-hmm. So 
to see what they've become with the injuries to Clay and Draymond being out for some time with a foot injury. Steph is by himself. Can yeah. Steph can Steph carry a team to eighth seed, seventh seed? He yeah. should be. He's a yeah. two-time um, MVP. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Steph a, a, a little later probably, but um, I mean it's game four, right? So I don't want to hop too much on it, but it's looking like the last pressure game last year, right? Um, and folks are saying he had nothing to prove. Folks saying he's gonna have a monster season because no one's there. He's shooting thirty-seven percent from three or, or, or less, right? So I'm like, you know, like yes, he's alone, he's bad, right? But a player of that magnitude, right? Who's who's shift the dynamic of the NBA? Um, your team gotta win, right? You gotta pull it back in the 500. So yes, they're bad. Like like Wiggins and Uber are playing terrible, but he's not playing. If if he was killing and they were losing, different story. He's not playing well either. He did have a 36, but he shot bad from three right all games he's played so far. So um, yeah, the, the I mean the the jury is out, right? Like like I think as good as he is, right? Um, the Warriors was so big on spacing, right? And with him being Clay, with him and Clay being there, it's like wait, what are we gonna do? We can't leave. It won him, right? Now they don't have the luxury, so he has to really be like a number one option, right? So, so like a number one option on one where defense is keyed on him and he has no no help. So we have to see what he's made of now, right? Um, he and, yeah, he don't got to prove much, right? To MVP, these championships, right? But he just had to prove that he can, can still be effective on on the team that's not talented, right? right? So, so with him, it's almost like. It's 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 not the same, but it's similar in the sense to where when LeBron leaves the team, yeah. you see how bad they they become. Mm-hmm. When Kevin leaves, you see what they became. The Warriors. Yeah. When he left the Warriors, you see what they became. So can he can he win this championship with the Nets and re-solidify himself? Uh-huh. Although he's always been a great player, but yeah. more so in the mind's eye of the public, be mm-hmm. received as the player that we know he is and he yeah. believes he is. That's yeah. why this this year is significant. And for his potential third championship, LeBron yeah. getting five in year 18, that only continues to move himself up that GOAT uh, yeah. conversation. He's in that uh, two to four range, depending on who you ask. Um, but the more he wins, especially with the the cultural significance of the, the franchise he's with, how, yeah. he's, how he's restored them, Mm-hmm. Um, with with the unit that he's that he won with last year, they only got stronger this year. Um, yeah. it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of narrative that can shift depending on who wins the championship this year. You mentioned mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Two things about Milwaukee. Um, a lot of people have been down on Giannis considering the flaws that he has, specifically mm-hmm. in the last five minutes of close games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of that has had to do with the projection of who they believe. He is versus what he actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at what Jason Kidd did for him in 2016-17, putting the ball in his hands for the first time and really uh, letting him free to run an offense, many people started throwing the point guard thing out there, Magic Johnson thing. Yeah. Which he can dribble in a full court. When he goes downhill, he's unstoppable. You can't do anything with him. He's super strong. And he's freakishly long. Yeah. Hence why they call him the Greek freak. And he can do things that defensively you can't account for in terms of pressure and setting mm-hmm. things up. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, now they put him in a position to be a primary playmaker where that's not necessarily what he should be doing. Nope. He can do it in spurts or in situational moments, but with the game on the line, I don't want to see Giannis at the top of the key with the ball in his hands. No, not facing up, no. Right. So, he abandoned the ability to work in the post to mm-hmm. do that. Be the the downhill ball at the top of the key guy. One mm-hmm. and two things. to be Le- Not to be LeBron, but to to have the, the significance of LeBron on a team. Yep. LeBron and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is seven feet. Who can have? Who has? He's yeah. a guard, he's a seven foot guard. Yeah. So when you have those two modes, while you're playing, teams are trying to build in that vein. Yeah. You have to let Giannis be Giannis. So now they're comparing him to 
are Kevin Durant, you should have a jump shot. No, he shouldn't. No. He's seven foot two fifty. Yeah. yeah. And most times you would tell a seven foot two fifty guy to be in the paint and yeah. work on your post moves. Down the stretch, he doesn't do that. Down the stretch, it's easy to guard him, and you yeah. can pack the paint, put the mm-hmm. wall up, take the charge, or if you or if you don't get the charge call, send him to the free throw line and live with the odds of him making a miss. Yep. I bring that up because they lost to Boston in a fashion in which this is a microcosm of who Giannis is. The Bucks were getting smoked down mm-hmm. 18. They're they had the Drew Holiday addition. They added DJ Augustine. Mm-hmm. Um, those 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 additions make them better. Yeah. But essentially, they didn't improve what their flaw is. Mm-hmm. They need a perimeter scorer. Yeah. They don't have a perimeter scorer. Giannis puts the game on his back, puts yeah. them back into the game. Yeah. They take the lead. Mm-hmm. Boston, who you mentioned, they are missing something. We'll get to them a little later. They end up hitting Tatum hits a uh, a step back bank three uh-huh. over Giannis. They end up get they end up getting the possession back. Giannis gets fouled with point four left. He goes to the free throw line, makes one, misses one. Mm-hmm. He brought them back down eighteen. They ended up losing. Mm-hmm. He missed the free throw. Now Giannis is getting uh, creamed because he missed the free throw. He choked all his other things, but he brought them back. He brought them back. So you can ask for right. Right. Now, if you're a two-time MVP, he's 25 years old, his game is still developing. It's, mm-hmm. Whatever he is, he's still great. He's still mm-hmm. exceptional. And to me, considering what he has around him, Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez, you respect yeah. those guys. Much mm-hmm. respect to them. But they're only in the light because they're next to this guy. Yep. When you look at a Brooklyn, Kyrie, Kevin, you look at a Lakers, LeBron, AD. Mm-hmm. You look at uh, even even Boston, Tatum, Jalen Brown. Now, many will argue who's better between Middleton and Jalen Brown. I mm-hmm. think they're they're probably the same tier of player or or mm-hmm. contribution. Tatum is more. Uh, Brown is more talented. Brown is more talented than than Middleton, especially athletically. Even though Middleton's a shooter, but mm-hmm. I think. When you look at what Middleton has accomplished, a lot of that is because he's on a 61 team. Okay. You know so, to me, I don't look at Giannis. I don't look at Giannis as like he's not maximizing what he has. He yeah. doesn't have the second option that those two, those those other teams have. Mm-hmm. So when you see him, you know, uh, failing down the stretch, it's not because he's not doing what's necessary to win. He doesn't have the Anthony Davis, the Kyrie Irving, the the, the requisite Robin to really take him or protect him in a fashion that a, a Shaq had when Kobe. He yeah. had, Shaq had his flaws also, but he had Kobe to finish out on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's that that's the type of way that the Bucks should build with Giannis. So do you not think Drew Hardy, for example, um, Drew Hardy gives him a playmaker that they haven't had before, right? Like so, you know that Drew isn't. Isn't on the level of the other number two you name, right? But he's he's someone who can get a shot and create a shot whenever he needs to, right? Um, he, can, he can, yes. he he can, yeah. But will he do it enough? When you look at a when you look at a Kyrie Irving, a Damian Lillard, uh-huh. those are scoring guards. Those are point guards that can score. Many would say that Kyrie's a two guard, but. Essentially, he's a point guard. He's a scoring point guard. Mm-hmm. When 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 time is when it's necessary, he will do it consistently. Drew is the, what you said, a jack of all trades, a master of none. He can get his shot, but will he get his shot? Um, maybe not, right? But um, maybe he just needs to alleviate Giannis from trying to do it all, right? Um, okay. Okay. And yeah, um, okay. see the game online. Giannis bringing the ball full court, like. Giannis, Giannis shouldn't be facing up like he's top of the key, right? That's not his game, right? If Drew, Drew, who's a really good ball handler, really savvy player, high IQ, um, maybe the Bucks should go into setup mode down the stretch as opposed to here, yeah, Giannis gets a basket, right? So if Drew doesn't have to be the guard you name, right? He needs to alleviate pressure off of, off of, off of Giannis and 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 really set the Bucks and put the Bucks in position to win. 
Same thing. Um, DJ Augustine is a pretty savvy, a pretty savvy floor general, right? He's also more of a scoring guard, but pretty savvy all around, pretty good outside shooter. So, um, I don't think the Bucks didn't get the number two that they need, probably. But I think that they filled slots as good as you can if you don't have a a, a surefire in that number two. I think that's a fair point. I think, I think Drew is a is a is the is the best three third person you can have. That's a fair point. Good so point. so so do you think okay, so they get Drew and DJ to alleviate that playmaking, mm-hmm. right? Do you feel that Giannis will score enough? And not in the regular season, because in the regular season he's gonna do his 27 to 30. You can't stop him. They're gonna yeah. win 60. Or if 72 games, they probably win 55. Yep. Is he going to score enough Mm -hmm. in the postseason Mm -hmm. to make up for – not make up for because you need the 28 to 30, but is he going to score enough to where those last two minutes will be – won't be as significant if he doesn't? Um, You you, you get what what I'm saying? Like – for the first three quarters, he does his thirty-five. Yeah. But it's enough to keep boss. It's enough to keep Milwaukee in the game mm-hmm. and have Drew or or DJ finish out without affecting, you know, the bottom line. This this, this is what I think. Um, I think that if Drew and DJ can make the can make the game easier for Giannis down than down the stretch, where he doesn't have to do as much, then 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 they're cool, right? If, if you're not asking him to bring bring the ball up for court, create plays, and they're doing for him instead, then I think he can he can he can mold into a role that he's, that he's more comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he can still do his 25 to 31, right? But um, it's it's about it's about it not being forced, right? A lot of times, especially this showed them more so against Toronto than than than, than Miami, right? The Heat kind of really just killed them in some games, but against Toronto, you really saw that, yo, Dennis Stretch, he can't, he can't do anything, right? And I think the other thing that he was trying to do way too much, right? It was it was him or, or bus, right? Or him or die. Um, if you have guys making the game easier for him, for him at, at the fourth wings, then, then then I think they're in a lot better position than they've been the past two years. Um so I don't know. I'm not sure I don't think he has to be this all work. I just think the game had to be made easier for him and he didn't have that. Um Eric Bledsoe and George Hill aren't necessarily making the game easier for you, right? Um, DJ and Drew are a major upgrade on, on those two point guards, right? Those are those are guards that they they're good, they're solid, but um, Drew and DJ are starters on most teams in the league, right? I'm not sure if, if we're saying the same about Bledsoe and George Hill. Okay, so, so the game easy. I, I I think is what's needed, right? This version of Milwaukee. Their yep. battle, their battle tested. They failed, but they've yep. been in, they've been in battles, and you know what they are. Mm-hmm. This version of them versus Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. How does that? How does that? Hmm. I mean, if if, if Kevin and Kyrie are fourth rounder, then I don't know if you beat them. But if it, the Bucks are also pretty deep, right? The, the Bucks have nice depth to them, right? Um, they lose depth from last year. I don't know. I, I think they're pretty they're pretty deep. Um so of course Kevin is better than Giannis fight, but they're in a similar they're in the same space, right? They're both in the two to five range, right? Depending. Um and Kyrie is supposed to be far better than Drew, but um depending on the outlook of a game, um in some cases Drew can be like like equally or close to as effective. Um um, the the Bucks have have a system and a culture that's more familiar. We don't know what Steve Nash is so far, right? So um, unless the Nets are blowing them out, um, I I think that could potentially be um a, a pretty good matchup. I I think that Milwaukee has the overall talent and the depth to play with them. We just have have to see um how the Bucks are down the stretch, right? Because we know that um Kevin Durant is a is a pretty big money player down the stretch. Same with Kyrie. You have to see um if the Bucks can go move away from Hero Ball and, and and execute down the stretch to be to be effective, right? Um now, and, and, you made a good you made a point about we don't know what Steve Nash is. Yeah. In a lot of ways we know what Mike we know what Budenhoser is. Yeah. And it isn't always the best, especially no. down the stretch of key playoff series. He doesn't adjust. We've nope. seen that on multiple occasions. So it's almost like he still has a lot to prove 
in the same vein that you know mm-hmm. Steve Nash has to. Um, for what the the Nets are with Kevin, you said best case scenario is not many that you know could stand up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Kyrie that we've seen and we know that he is is that. If you put him in a position, no matter what it is, the mm-hmm. when you, no matter when it is, the the moment he never he never shies away from the moment. As long mm-hmm. as he's been able to, as long as you're able to put him in position, yeah, that be LeBron. Uh, mm-hmm. ho- hopefully, Kevin is durable enough to do that. It mm-hmm. looks like so far he will be. Mm-hmm. If if he's healthy, let's say sixty of the seventy-two, the Nets would be good enough to wear. The Nets would be uh, a top three seed. And yep. against anybody, they're gonna be okay. Yep. So you trust Kyrie in the moment once he's there. Yep. The thing about, and I do agree with you about the upgrade from from DJ from Bledsoe and Drew and, mm-hmm. and George Hill. I agree with all of that 100. percent The thing about it is, those guys are gonna be asked to make a lot of shots along with Chris Middleton. Yeah. That maybe they haven't necessarily been asked to do. Now we can look at we could look at Drew, Drew's Drew's crowning achievement to me playoff wise is him along with Anthony Davis when they beat the Portland Trailblazers, swept okay. them. Okay. Yeah. Um that, that series was amazing. Looking at Drew mm-hmm. in that moment, those four games, he clearly outplayed Damian Lillard, who was a top tier guard, defended mm-hmm. him, him and him and Rondo defended uh, McCullum and Dame in ways that we hadn't seen. No. Um and that, and Damian Lillard said that took his game to the next level. So, um, seeing Drew in that moment, it it lends itself to the potential that the Bucks can be if if he can play at, at that level consistently. That's the matchup I'm thinking in my head, right? Because remember, a few years back, actually, um, in 2014, we still go back and forth with who the best young point guard. And while Drew was still in Philly, on the first half of the year, Drew was at, at 20 and nine, right? Having had a good, he was like, yo, he may be the best. In point guard in in, in in NBA, right? Um, he didn't keep up the same momentum on the second half of the year, and going forward, he just he just didn't repeat that we thought, right? But he was an All Star that year. Um, and in some respect, he was looking like he he had just a bright as future at the time. Kyrie or, or John Wall did, right? So it was like, yo, the best your best young point guard. I don't know, it's up in the air, right? Um, yeah, Kyrie had the razzle dazzle, but um, people are more complete than he is, especially Drew and John Wall. I. I think um, at this point, it's safe to say that Kyrie had kind of pretty left those guys behind, kind of especially with the championship. Um, the other guys have gotten, have, have dealt with injury and been on bad teams, but Kyrie's been the no two, right? But I would love to see a matchup in playoffs between Kyrie and Drew going at it, right? Um, Kyrie is like one of the, one of the, I guess, one of the most like, the, one of the most talented one-on-one players we've seen, guys that, that we've probably seen ever, Um, just in terms of talent, like with the ball, right? Um, Drew is one of the most hard-nosed defenders we see the guard position. Um, Drew can't um, at at Drew's best defensively. Can he give Kyrie trouble? Yes, he can give any guard trouble. Um, but Drew is also not easy to guard either, right? So at the other end, can can Kyrie can Kyrie give Drew double defense? I don't I don't think so. So I think that's a pretty cool matchup. We have to see. I mean, where where, where Kyrie's at, but I think that could be a cool a, a cool like. I want to see those two guards get after it. I want to see because Drew is probably the best defensive guard in the NBA. Um, I'm maybe I forget somebody, but he's probably up there. Kyrie is the most talented defensive guard. I think that's a really cool um six seven game six five six seven game series. So we'll see how that goes. So I think that could be that could be interesting if Drew can take Kyrie out, out his game and force Kevin to be to be the alpha alpha go to in the series, right? So I think that would be cool. And I'm I mean I'm trusting the Bucks to. Play better team basketball. So far, while the Nets have looked good, in a lot of cases, is is look like you go, I go, you go, I go, right? Um, and they've blown team out. I don't know if we've got to see what what their unit looks like so far, um, because they haven't got challenged in that way. So it's been a lot of you go, I go, and like they did lose to to, to Charlotte, right? But when they turned it on, they can't. They stormed back in the game, almost no issue. And them losing by like one or two, but um, they they got back with no issue. But I mean, so far, I've seen like. Kevin and be really hot. I'm gonna talk Kyrie be really hot, and they're just okay. You got it cool. You got it cool. Um, both guys are, are two of the most like heat, best heat check players in the NBA. So um, I do want to see what a full game looks like when game players involved. Um, how they set up offense. Um, or how they react to different things. Um, I want I want to see how how that, how that looks. And so far, it's still a bit too early to see to see how they react to to, to those type of things. Yeah. 
Um, before we get out of here, I want to I want to attack two things. We mentioned Boston. Well, yep. I want to talk about Boston and Miami. Yeah. Now, Boston has been in the same space for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have great depth. By all accounts, Brad Stevens is a good coach, a very good coach. Many have considered him the best young coach mm-hmm. outside of Greg Popovich. But for some reason, he can't get a team to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, we could look at that 2017 unit with Isaiah Thomas, Jake Crowder. Mm-hmm. Really, this unit that's there um, yeah. just spread out a little differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Brown was a rookie then, uh, so he wasn't necessarily where he is now. He had to grow into this. Um, they fell short because... Obviously, when you go against LeBron, you're not going to beat LeBron, especially that version of LeBron. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, they got smoked. Cool. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas's hip injury set up for the Kyrie Irving trade, yeah. and they brought in Gordon Haywood. They were supposed to go to the next level, right? Mm-hmm. Gordon Haywood breaks his foot first game. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, Ky- Kyrie played most of the season but got hurt. Mm-hmm. That allowed for Roger, mm-hmm. Brown, Smart, mm-hmm. Tatum, rookie Tatum, to show the potential for which they can be. Even mm-hmm. though they lost to LeBron, many expected them to go to that next level once LeBron mm-hmm. left. To see Toronto get the championship mm-hmm. in the fashion in which they did, you get you have Kyrie healthy, but a lot of internal stuff didn't necessarily work out. Obviously, many questioned leadership and stuff like that, which we've spoken about at length many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I say all that to say that now we're here. Tatum is an all-NBA, all-star player. He is what they think he is. He is what they thought he would be. Just he's growing into it even more. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to grow into or go into this year doing 27-plus to mm-hmm. be – the contender that they expect. Mm-hmm. But to see them lose to the Nets on Christmas, to see them struggle against Indiana the other night in which they lost. Mm-hmm. Where where are they lacking to get to a solidified space as the best in the East? Because they have the perimeter score. Mm-hmm. They have the depth. Or, or, or it's assumed. It's assumed that they have the depth. Maybe they don't have the depth. Maybe they don't have – maybe smart is the piece that needs to move. Is it something mm-hmm. that where, – where, what, what are they missing that's not getting them over the top? So I like him a lot, right? But I'm not sure if he's as dynamic as they need, right? Um, he didn't have the best series against the Heat. He didn't play bad, but it wasn't like as great they needed. Um. I do, and I mean, you, they can't do it now, but I do think they would have benefited from a really savvy older floor general like a Chris Paul. I think, I think, I think that would have helped them a lot, right? To really um, get those young guys to hit and make it easier for them. Um, Tatum is a special case, right? Um, we think about it a lot. I, I like him a lot. Um, hold I on, think hold he, on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna turn this light on. Hold on. Okay. You can edit this part out, right? Yeah, you were saying Tatum is a special case. Yeah, right. So, um, like him a lot, right? Clearly a top 20-ish player, right, at this point, right? Top 20-ish player um, and, and, and rising, right? Um, but I, we'll see what this um, – every every time I watch Tatum every three games, I feel like he's not having a good shooting night, right? Um, and it's interesting for me to see someone that skilled, that tall, really struggle to be that, that efficient. Another thing, and, and, and this is kind of your, your element right here, because you're going to the next figure about scorers, um, getting to the line, right? Um, first three games, he had, what, 50, 55 field goals attempted without a free throw? Like It's like small things like that really, to me, make a difference, right? Uh, when you're struggling, um, packing, getting to the paint, getting easy buckets, watching the ball goes in, those are all, like, hallmarks of great scorers and things that he doesn't necessarily do, right? So, um, 
he was having a good season prior to the shutdown, right? Um, it was it was good. Um, the shooting was up and down, right? But 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 he grew up from the year before, right? Because I feel like he regressed his second season, probably due to the Kyrie situation, maybe. Um, he really had a really good um, final eight to ten games in the bubble, right? That really got his percentages and numbers up. He was good, right? Um, that that helped him. He looks great now, right? He's still the shot selection to me is still a bit weird. Um, he's not he's not really like being a the 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 supreme. I'm gonna get the ball in his basket no matter what score that I would like to see, right? Um, and it's, and it's really funny. I mean, I don't like doing this, but I don't, I don't like funny things. But didn't Coach K call him like? A soft like a soft uh, a soft kid from 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 from, from um from St. Louis, right? In a, in and, a game to try to motivate yeah, him, right? And I mean, of course, still to motivate him, right? But I mean, I, I I don't know. I just sometimes I feel like there's like something to do with like not so not so much physical toughness, but just like reluctance to really go after and get it. Yes, we speak about him. And I mean, like really turning on in the second half. Some games he's struggling, but to me, he 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 struggles or he's he's having a bad shoot at night too frequently to turn on. Like I want to see a full game. Like speak. Like I would I would love Booker's efficiency inside Tatum. Right. I guess that's like. That's like a top ten player, right? But I would love someone who really like who scorches the net like that inside a player of this caliber, right? He's also pretty big, right? So this he works hard in the summer. Um, you see him. Um, his shoulders are more broad. His triceps are more defined. Um, he's gotten bigger clearly, right? He worked the summer, right? Um, he's the 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 jump shot always look cool, but like he had pure mechanics that he had when he came in. The ball handling really crisp, but so far, so far, um, excuse me, so far, um. Brown is like getting similar points to him, like close. They did they, close in points, but Brown is like running on a lot more shots, and I wonder why it is, right? Like, yes, Brown is a better athlete, right? But I don't think it's significant enough to the point where like he's shooting far better than him. Like, I, I don't know. Um, the ball just happens to go in more for for for, for Jalen Brown. So, um, I do think that Tatum has to really take it to the next step. He has to really be like a top tier premium player, right? Um. Be good. Not, not, to cut, not to cut you off. Two points you made that just to just to push the point home. You mm-hmm. mentioned free throws. Last year, Tatum took less than five free throws a game. That doesn't happen with these scorers. He You're took right. 4.7 free throws a game, and he took seven threes. Mm-hmm. This year, so far, it's a small sample size, but this is to your point about the lack of free throw shooting. Mm-hmm. He took, He's taking 1.3 free throws a game. And he's taking nine threes a game. So to your point about just taking buckets and knowing the situation and moments where I have to attack, it's more so his his, his scoring prowess is predicated on if his shot is falling mm-hmm. versus Jalen Brown, who isn't the shooter that, that Brown is. He can shoot if you leave him yeah. open. You trust him that he'll make yeah. some. But he doesn't take the amount of threes that Tatum takes. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's probably more efficient in certain areas of where he gets his shots. Yep. Um. Um. Yeah. They're both really. They. Um. Hmm. It, it's weird, right? To to me, they they're like a in terms of like just wing players, right? Um. Jason Jalen Brown is a has a really good skill for player his size too, right? Like right. he's a solid ball handler, solid outside shooter, like you name, really good athlete. Also pretty good at shooting and creating shots off the dribble, right? So um they're in a really good space, right? Um they it's just about and maybe I mean I won't be like totally unfair. Part of it has to do with the error, right? This is a outside shooting error, right? And and I do think a lot of the hallmarks that the the younger, the older scrolls were brought up in, like like a AI, Kobe, Braun when he came in, um KD, um, like getting get to the get into the basket and packing your points in that that I forget I forget the I forget what it was, but remember a few years ago, maybe it was 06 or, or 07, um George Carr had like a template for mellow scoring, right? Um right, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. And I feel like that, that has gone out the window, right? It was I forget the rules. Um we can look it up after, but it was something about um before you attempt this amount of three, you have to I mean Get get these get these amount of close shots, get these amount of free throws, right? And then like those those numbers should outweigh how much did you take, right? I feel like it's like right now it's just through the roof. It's like you can score, cool, shoot between the legs, 
jump shots, three pointers, right? It's, it, it, it's odd. And that number you just said really scared me. 1.3 free throws to nine free throws. Like, bro, like, so yeah, it's, it's, it's an early sample size, right? But how much is that going to drop off? Tatum will end the year averaging about seven threes, right? And he will also end the year averaging about five free throws at, at most, right? So it's going to be like, yo, like, like what's good? So um, also, They've never really had post play to me. Um, Al Harford was 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 good. It was uh, solid. People but, love him, but he's not necessarily a post player. Yeah, right. Um, but, and I wonder why they've never tried to upgrade at the moment, right? Like they go out, they have who the dude they have? They have Baines. Uh, well, they they had Aaron Baines. Now they got uh, Tice. Tice, right? Tice and then and. Tristan Thompson, right? Another like really rugged, get it like get it out the mud kind of play. And like, I, I mean, I don't know. I think they would also benefit from from someone who they could throw it down to um and and and, uh, and get a bucket. So it just seems like a lot is predicated on on um not only Tatum and Brown scoring, but Tatum and Brown creating shots for others too. Um, and I I just don't see at this point how they have fluid offense. They also don't really have shooters like that. And, and, and this is where I was asking about Smart because while Smart is extremely valuable for them, yeah. he's like their version of Draymond Green just at, the, just at the guard position. Yeah. A lot of what he's asked to do is to make up for when Brown or Tatum go in the drought. Yeah. And, he's, and when he's on, it's very good. It's like yeah. amazing. Thank you. Do all these things. His confidence is through the yeah. roof he's shooting. But you can't rely on that because it's too streaky. Very, very infrequent, exactly. Right. So, um, I, I, Boston to me, I, I think if they if they go this summer and they have a less than ideal, um, a less than ideal finish, because I think folks thought when they beat the Toronto, they made it right. Um, right. If, if I think they're headed for another second round upset, right? They have to really go back and assess um what we need because I think right now that their ro- the the assumption that their roster is better and more complete than it actually is and 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 I just don't believe the the roster I, I think they have a strong enough roster I don't know how strong or, or or deep the roster really is. What might have to happen is they trade Brown mm-hmm. to get that interior piece mm-hmm. that yeah. can take them over the top. Yep. Like for example. Not to say that this will happen, but if if Giannis had a Tatum, yeah, whatever team that would match up, whatever team that is, would be yeah. a championship team. Yeah. But I think building the way that they have, the reason uh-huh. why they don't address the interior is because they're focused on, okay, we have the two wings. Yeah. But your two wings, one of your wings isn't the, the prolific scorer that he has to be for that to – and at least not at this point. I mean, and perhaps we're throwing too much on too early, right? Um, I, I, maybe sometime in the NBA is a thing where we kind of rush the process. Tatum is about twenty three years old. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'm um, so 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 he he is years away from like what his prime. I mean, he's in prime now, right? But like we think about like the, the peak of the prime. I think about the peak of prime being twenty five to about twenty nine, right? So he 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 is still like a, a good wage from that. So. You have to wait and see, but um, in this league, um, waiting is not really a thing, right? It's like, what can you do from now? You can't. While it is true individually, where yeah. the team's window is, they've yeah. been in the same space for a few years. a number of years to where it's enough to where you wonder what yeah. is it gonna turn? Because mm-hmm. how long can we keep giving Brad Stevens the benefit of the doubt? How long are we gonna give Danny Ainge the oh, but he's such a great uh, developer of talent and, yep. and all these assets that they've accumulated for years and mm-hmm. been able to, you know, uh, finesse Philadelphia to get Tatum and mm-hmm. get Jalen Brown back to back number three picks and all this other stuff that they've done. It's amazing, but it's a bottom line league. And yeah. to see to see Toronto get a championship before Boston, to uh-huh. see my to see Miami get to the finals before, before Boston. Boston, those yeah. are things that you start to question. Where are we at? Uh-huh. What what do we need to do? You mentioned yeah. Kemba Walker. I didn't I, I didn't mention them basically swapping Kemba for Kyrie. That's yeah. it's been, for them. They said, "Oh, we're gonna get a point guard, which we had, but we need a different style of leadership to let these uh-huh. guys grow." Yeah. It did help Tatum grow, and it yeah. helped Brown and Tatum coexist as scorers uh-huh. together. 
So it works in that fashion. But to your point about how he played in the playoffs yeah. and how he was exploited in the playoffs, yeah, that's a big contract. 140 million, you can't just move. And and I'm bringing this up because I mean it's not point. It, it's not relevant to what we're saying, right? But it's just really weird to talk about like so. The issue was Kemba on defense, right? That that's the narrative was right. Kemba started off as a defender. Like I like I told you, I, I saw Kemba play in like 06, right? Um, I saw him go at Derrick Rose in, in a Super Six, right? Um, in New York City, Kemba was known as a gritty kind of tough guard, right? He's a, he's a defender, right? Like he played really good defense on Derrick Rose in the first half. Derrick Rose got him the second half late, but he played good defense. And he scored, right? And Kemba's name and Kemba's. He, He's already buzzing, uh, buzzing around, buzzing um in the city, right? But he really started to elevate, right? And he ended up getting into the McDonald's games, right? I believe he dunked on Drew um in the in the in, in the old way McDonald's game, if I'm not mistaken, right? So it's like someone who started as a tough gritty guard. So to see him now, and people talk about him being a liability defense, it's just really funny to me, right? Because that's just not what what I saw initially at all, right? I didn't see him being being let's say being a a a, a a, a really good pro in his fashion, right? Um, I think he's someone who really got better year after year, and um, he's just, like, stayed with it. And then I think the Connecticut run really put him over the top, but it's just weird that I'm seeing has, I'm seeing people saying he's liable to defense. And I knew him initially. I met him, I met him as a defender, right? That's just, like, like like a caveat. Old men really special to me, like, whoa, like, this is this is interesting. Like, that's not why I know Kemba ass, right? So, so that's well, well, for the defensive, the, the defender thing is more so, and in a lot of ways, you never heard that, from a yeah. liability perspective before because he had never been in this position before. So uh-huh. now he's under much more scrutiny with this Boston team who's expected to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. So when you look at them versus like a, a, a Toronto, when they beat Toronto, they're one shot away from being up 3-0. Nobody's saying Kimball yeah. Walker is this liability. Kimball yeah. Walker is this is, you get what I'm saying? But when yeah. you look at him versus Miami, you start to see uh, Dragic going off yeah, first in the fashion that he did. Uh-huh. Maybe he's not necessarily just a liability. It was just a matchup for that moment. Yeah. You get uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, yeah. f- to and, and also he was dealing with the knee injury. Yeah, for the majority of last year, they sat him down going into the bubble to give him space to you know allow the knee to heal. It didn't yeah. heal to the to the level that they thought, and mm-hmm. he played on it. And now coming into this season, he's sitting out to at least mid-January, to give his knee some more space to heal again. Yeah. Um, that part of it is why it became what it became. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't necessarily look at him like a liability the way people are perceiving him to mm-hmm. be. Like, all of a sudden, he's so bad that he's in trade talk this summer. You just got him this yeah. summer before. Exactly, right? You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to necessarily put that on Kemba. But mm-hmm. I do agree, though, that maybe we spoke about this off air. Um, I do agree that maybe he's not as dynamic as what they need yep. be- because those other two guys aren't where they need to be nope. at the moment. They're still young, so they could grow into it potentially, but for right now, for right now. Like if they had, um, not to compare, Kemba's Kemba, Dame is Dame, but Dame is a 30-point scorer. Yeah. So if you had that 30-point scorer and stabilizer, Kemba's the stabilizer, he's a great leader, but yeah. you need that that punch mm-hmm. on a consistent basis for when Tatum goes through the drought or Brown, sometimes he goes missing. You yep. know what I mean? Two things that I want to, I want to, before, before we get off Boston, I just want to say, no, one thing I just want to say about, uh, I just want to say about Tatum, mm-hmm. a lot of the shots that he takes that maybe Brown doesn't take is more so, degree of difficulty based on talent. Yeah. Tatum is the go-to guy yeah. specifically, so they assume that, okay, he's going to get certain shots that, let's say, uh, you know, uh, a Kobe, not to say that he's Kobe, but, like, Kobe's the perimeter go-to guy. He's going to yeah. get certain shots that Brown, understanding that he's the secondary guy, he, yeah. he doesn't get in the way of Tatum taking certain shots. So that's mm-hmm. why I feel like the efficiency thing, like, Brown knows I'm going to get these shots, so I have to make sure that I yeah. am there to support. Yeah. So that's the only thing. Um, so we'll see where Boston goes from there. Mm-hmm. Last point before we leave. Miami. Yes. You mentioned that if any team benefited from the bubble, they did considering the youth that they had, 
and just maximizing on the moment. Mm-hmm. Those are great points. Two things, too, that nobody really gave them credit for in the moment was the additions of Crowder and Iguodala. Yeah. Iguodala's coming from Memphis, and no, and then the shutdown happened. We didn't get to see how that would look. Yeah, yeah. Versus the elite teams. So that was key. Um, and Crowder became the ultimate shooter in the bubble. We didn't yeah. see that, you know, we didn't yep. anticipate that. Con- right. So I think that helped them as well. But one thing that will be challenged this year that nobody really had enough time to, to really go at um, is Hero and Duncan. Hero yeah. and Duncan really, really took their games to a, took the team dynamic to another level because now you have requisite shooting on the par, not obviously not the Warriors, but in that vein of two wing yeah. shooters that are top notch, one really catch and shoot. Yeah. Right, right. So you have that level shooting with the playmaking of Bam Adebayo. It's almost yeah. like Warriors like. Yeah. This Bam is a better version of Draymond. And Steph and Clay are better versions of Hero yeah, and yeah. right, oh, but yeah. to have that, and then to your point about the leadership of Jimmy and just how he was able to bring it together, mm-hmm. they they caught a Bucks team slipping. They yeah. did what they had to do. You can't fault them. They uh-huh. beat the they beat a Boston team who was up in three of the games. Yeah, blew those leads. Mm-hmm. End up end up losing in six. That being said. Are the Heat believable enough to be a they all right? Let's say Milwaukee and Brooklyn are the, the top mm-hmm. tier of the East. Is Milwaukee believable enough to be better than Boston? Yeah, the, they could be a three seed easily, right? They definitely be a three seed. Um they they have they have um they have more depth than 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 Boston, right? I think their identity is more solidified. And I think they aren't as reliant on one or two players like Boston is, right? They, I, they're also better coach, right? Um, Sosa kind of doesn't get mentioned enough, right? But Sosa's a really good coach, right? Someone who has really grown since since we first seen him to now, right? Um, he went to the growing pains in Miami. He, uh, lofty, lofty, lofty um, won two chips. Um, the Miami never had to read two, right? Oh, the Heat probably made the playoffs every year since then, right? The they... No, no, no. They missed the, they missed the playoffs. Yeah. Twenty fourteen. They yeah. made the playoffs twenty sixteen. Okay. They, yeah. So they they missed fifth. They missed fourteen fifteen. Yeah. They made sixteen. Yeah. Then uh they missed seventeen. Yeah. And eighteen, but got back right again. Yeah, and and, and got back right and got to the finals. Right, it's, it's really odd, right? Right. Um, so I think they they're really coached, right? Yeah. Then they they play they play really good defense. Hero, Duncan, and especially Bam are only getting better. So yeah, um, I think they can knock um, especially with Boston being heavily relying on those two players. I think they can knock Boston out again if they play it right. Um, yeah, I, the Heat to me are the safest bet for for the third best team. So yeah. so you you look at them like a safe bet. So yeah. that being said, them versus Boston, what gives them? Are you are you are you looking at them as the third best team or just seeding wise? You think they can be the third best team? Um, I think I think they have third best team potential, right? Um, they may not be the third seed, but I think they may be the, the third best unit, the third best makeup, and the team failed to do the best after Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Yeah, um, I I think I think they can beat anyone three to eight, and they can give the Bucks trouble, right? Um. I'm a whole lot for my Brooklyn Nation because I want to see what Brooklyn becomes, right? But I think at this point they can give the Bucks trouble, right? Um, okay. I want to see what what Kevin looks like, um, in 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 two and two or three months, right? Before I make make, make my assessment, but um, I think I think but Miami can can beat most teams in the East and play with and play with and play with almost anyone, right? Um, and and have a, have a tough series. So yeah, um, I I, I think at the third pick at the third team. All right, so yeah. that's that should be that should be enough for for right now. Uh, no. We're definitely gonna we're gonna definitely gonna reconvene in a couple of weeks just to see where Brooklyn is yeah. and how how everything is materializing out west as well. 
to see where and who is keeping pace with what the Lakers will potentially be doing, the Clippers, Mm -hmm. the Nuggets, and let's see if Dallas and Luka can, you know, make a push for that top four seed as well. Mm -hmm. So we're definitely going to tie back in and get a lot of things done. Frank, thank you for your time. We'll obviously chop up a little bit more after this. So thank you for your time, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching. We'll be back with much more. I'm Ask Isaiah Isaiah Rose. Tap into the Great Area Podcast on iTunes. Follow the Great Area Podcast on IG as well. Frank, where can they find you at? Find me at um, Enoch is Enoch, both on Twitter and Instagram, and Frank Tear, um, on last name, um, full name, um, on 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 Facebook. No doubt, no doubt. See you soon. Peace.